the college football experience, Virginia Tech Hokies season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use it in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience, Virginia tech hokey season preview. My name is Colby swinging database dead, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined. Had to call in the Godfather. All right. I am joined by Ryan real money Kramer of the sports gambling podcast, Virginia tech alum. How you doing, buddy? Gobble gobble, bitches. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I I know you have one. You're of those, hitting right? me. You're hitting me right now. I'm unprepared on the gobble gobble front. Gobble gobble. <laughs> That's it. I mean, gobble gobble, bitches. And here we are. Drunk talking. chicks love to say that on campus <laughs> in, in in the early 2000s. I can imagine. Gobble gobble, bitches. I spent some time down there. If if someone was perhaps in t- some type of, uh, I, I wish I could remember the names of the classes, where I was actually editing audio. And it's hilarious because their voiceover actor uh, somehow he left. So for a couple <laughs> episodes on these uh, little videos, they were showing the classmates. It was Colby it was Colby's voice mm. on this thing. So hey, good times, man. Good times. But uh, hokey football is it good times? No, Ryan Real Money no, it's Kramer? horrible. It's horrible right now. But you look at last season, and I think you can you can put the asterisks there. I know you don't no, like Justin Fuente at the moment. He's recruiting very well at the moment. Uh, you know what? I I again I've I've told this story, but I I haven't I haven't made a donation in a little while. Mm. Sending a message mm. to the program. Mm. Maybe maybe they'll get that message. But uh, if they're listening to this, so I I think last year you got to throw out the window. You look at it that they had COVID issues. I th- I make the argument. That them, Kansas State and Minnesota specifically, had so much COVID problems uh, that y- you can't even honor last season. Yeah, but you like the other two coaches at least. That's true. But if you look at it, um, he's made a bowl game. What every year he's been there, with the exception of last year. 
he he's done he's ruined a lot of things, right? He's he's ruined the bull streak. Thanks for bringing it up. He's well, ruined the fact but they that had COVID. They, when I was a kid, you know, back in my day, we could follow guys through four years. He Frank Beamer never had kids transferring with a starting job. But, but I mean, this is the transfer era. I, I understand that. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, maybe I'm wrong about Justin Fuente. Everything else uh, Babcock is doing over there, Virginia Tech is right. The basketball program is on a great trajectory. I just when I, I you know if you're a coach and you're asking guys to be committed and you yourself are not committed, I have a problem with that. Now, perhaps they're going to wow me this year and we'll talk about this, but maybe they actually remember how to play a little defense and the offense comes back uh, and, and things and then in the schedule breaks the right way. But I, I feel like I'm in a little bit in a similar situation where my giants do well this year and Gettleman gives Barkley a big contract. That's not necessarily the best long-term strategy. If Fuente goes eight and four this if year, they win the coastal and they accidentally win the coastal. <laughs> that's not necessarily the best. Maybe he leaves though. I I've actually thought, talked myself into the success leave version of Fuente. He does well and then leaves anyway. But if you look at these seasons, ten and f- I understand that the biggest argument that I agree with people that are unhappy with Fuente is is his recruiting in the state of Virginia. But currently, that class is looking pretty decent. But ten and four out the gate, nine and four the second year, six and seven the third year. That's the one you re- you want to circle probably. Then his fourth year, eight and five. Last year, five and six, and they don't play in a bowl. But I like I said, I think you got to throw out last year. You look at this team. Uh, yes, uh, transfers have affected this team. It seems like every year um, they return. It says it's funny if you look at like publications, they'll be like they return six offensively. Not they actually have a lot more. Braxton Burmeister got a lot of burn last year. Same with the. Uh, I mean, a lot of these guys got burned because of the situation. So I I think there's potential when you look at this and say more more so than any other year when you're sitting there trying to value returning starters or not. I think it's kind of an outlier last year. And you say, well, these, a lot of these guys got burned. So you look at this offense it was 43rd, the 43rd scoring offense in the country, 10th rushing the ball in the, com- in the country. You got to like that uh, 89th passing 31st overall. That might've been Hendon hooker. Maybe it was Burmeister. I don't know, but they got to be able to throw the ball better. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Burmeister is, is uh, again, I want to know why hooker left. I want to understand what, like, is the is going to Tennessee because it's in the SEC that big of a draw that you walk away from a starting job in the ACC? Like what else is rotten in this program? Bur- I mean, you, you've watched Burmeister play. Are I, you are you go are you like this guy can re- like he has another level? I think we've seen every gear he has to show us, and it's frantic. And it looks like an injury waiting to happen. <laughs> Look, he is a, he was just a sophomore season ago. Look, uh, he's completed the ball 57% of the time. Uh, You're two, so optimistic. You know, I, well, I just think you got to give the guy a break. Um, yes, I understand that. Were, were you one like Patty C that thought Hennon Hooker was your guy? I, I thought, I didn't understand. Like, he was finally going to be like this year, right? He got this year was kind of a mess, but. He seemed like he was always the choice of Fuente as well. Uh, just the way that they were played, the way that he seemed to favor him, the way that it always seemed to be about uh, Hendon Hooker. So again, like I don't know what went down, but I don't think this is Plan A for Fuente. 
Yeah. So that that's always concerning when you're coming into a season and yeah, you are look, he has recruited well. And it was fun when in the beginning when it was like, Ooh, Texas, right? Like it's like going to college. You, you start seeing a, you know, a different brand of, of girl and you're like, Oh, this is interesting. I like it here. But then, you know, next thing you know, he's recruiting these guys from Texas, but he's not like, we're, we're losing the guys in state. We're losing the talent that that Beamer and crew used to, to hold down. And at the end of the day, like, where are those guys going now? They're going to big programs in the sec. And so, yeah, I, I think uh Burmeister, Maybe he's the guy. He's probably a backup. He was plan. originally going Her, to Oregon. They, you know that, right? I, I understand. He tra- they also have to replace the running of of Herbert, and and that you know maybe a problem too because Fuente's offenses have looked like shit when he doesn't get effective running. Uh, I got to hit on this. They're currently the 14th best class in the nation right now. I, I good. You want to draw me in. I'm just saying, look, I look at this and I'm Fiddle seeing with my emotions. I'm seeing four star Gunnar Givens, offensive lineman, Virginia, uh, four star running back Raymond Brown, Virginia, uh, then a bunch of three stars. But yes, I see Virginia's out there, but getting two four stars from Virginia is pretty big. I don't know. I just think you got to give the guy a little more time considering last year, considering Bud Foster being gone, Justin Hamilton in there defensively. But uh, yes, obviously Khalil Herbert leaving for the NFL early that hurt. But I think th- these guys all got burned a season ago. They all got burned, and I think give the guy some time. Give the give the guy a little bit of time. It's tough taking over for a legend. No, I, I get it. Uh, you don't want to be the guy after the guy. I just think that he, again, this is less about the football team and more about how he's handled him handled himself. He's been, I don't know. He just would you want to play for Justin Fuente? Sure. No, Why not? No, you wouldn't. How about your tight end, James Mitchell? This guy's well, a stud. You're you're bringing back three of five on the offensive line, but uh, one of the other guys got starts a season ago, so basically four or five. Uh, James Mitchell back at tight end. This guy's got NFL talent written and, all over and, him. Yeah. And not to mention Trey Turner. I I think the the version of this offense that's good is that Burmeister develops a little bit as a passer. And takes advantage of these guys, like you, as you point out. I think is is Mitchell uh, mostly f- getting some some first team love at the tight end position. I feel like yes, Steele yes, might have put him in yes. his uh, and and some NFL radar. Uh, I, I think I think Trey Turner's probably a guy that that is uh, is very draftable. I don't know if he decides to come out too, but again, I think the offense is is good if they are able to pass the ball because they have these athletes. But again. They they need to be able to run the ball. Well, Khalil Herbert comes over, came over from Kansas. Well, Raheem Blackshear comes we over re- from Rutgers. We rescued right? him from Kansas, <laughs> and and Blackshear was a solid player at Rutgers. So I could totally see him working out in Blacksburg uh, defensively. Now this is the one where I think last year was such an outlier. I think Justin, well, well, I, I believe Bud Foster. When we had Bud Foster on the show, and he said Justin Hamilton will be fine. I'm sure what he did not imagine was that 30 or 40 players multiple times would be out with COVID, including Look, I, I Hamilton yeah. himself. They, they did. They did a great job playing through the pain. I'll say that about that. The way that they played, the way that they uh, they they took care of their business. I, I it is it is a, a there were to your earlier point. There weren't many programs that were willing to play like yeah. some schools. The second they got near a threshold, they're like. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, f- we have four <laughs> players out. Cancel the game. Cancel the game. Oh, is it a hard game? We might lose. Um, mm. but uh, it, I think uh, Hamilton's actually going to be a, a, a good DC. Got to give him time, but he returns six defensively once again. I feel like that's almost a little bit of an outlier considering who has played and who hasn't. But I can tell you one thing that they that they did do that I think could be impactful right away is they went out and got defensive tackle Jordan Williams from Clemson. This guy th- started 38 games over the past four years for Clemson, 55 tackles, four sacks. I mean, th- this is, was an all ACC lineman. This is a huge get for this defense. You mix him in with your two other returning starters on that D line or three other returning starters on the D line. Uh, you're bringing back two of three in the linebacking core. Uh, secondary is the only thing that's untested, but if there's one thing we know about Virginia Tech football, normally the secondary's fine. DPU, uh, it should be. I mean, again, it's hard to trust what's going on with the with the program, but the narrative that you tell yourself if they're going to have a good year is that. I mean, I've heard it now a couple times, both on other uh, hokey podcasts and and more national stuff, but like. The defense was such a mess. They were they were encouraging teams. They were letting teams run against them because that was better than getting shredded through the air. And you know, again, we we talk about it uh, on our on the sports gambling podcast. But that moment where a true walk on gets an interception in a game and that the entire team celebrates like that both gives me hope for the program, but also like highlights how bad it was last year. So back to the the version that's good is that just by not having the chaos and some of these guys stepping in that they're going to be able to be, uh, they immediately go back to being mediocre. And if they can just be mediocre and the offense be, you know, good. Now we're talking about a team that if they start the season, well, they can compete for the coastal because the coastal is always a shit at. Yeah. I mean, it's a shit show, but at the same time, yeah, the defense was 82nd last year, but I, once again, I, I really think throw all that out. They're normally not charting at one Oh three in total yardage or 107th against the they, pass, but they've not been as good of late. That's fair yeah, but never that bad though. Yeah. I mean, that's a complete outlier. I mean, they I had a first round like, pick opt yeah. out. I, yeah. Th- at things happen. You know, things happened. Um, let's get to the, the schedule here in the win total Vegas saying seven and a half. Let me ask you this before we hmm. dive into these games. What gets Justin Fuente fired? If he goes seven and five, you think he's fired? He's just not a popular guy. If he goes eight and four, do you want him back next year? I I think I think the win total is probably the fire line. I, I think the season could start poorly and things could get adjusted. Uh, I just by sticking with him after I just I don't think they're gonna just fire him. I I, I think. Bab, like I said, I think Babcock in some way believes in him. I do know they resigned a lot of coaches this year. They didn't resign him. Justin Hamilton went out and, and tweeted to defend him. I mean, that's gotta yeah. mean something, right? Yeah. Like, so look, maybe he's the guy they went and got all those years ago, but I, I do think he, pr- if, if he misses a bowl, he's definitely fired. Yeah. If yeah. he, I agree there. It's Se- the seven, seven and five is the one that I think, or six and six, he's probably fired. Well, right? let's get to the schedule because I think it has, it has unwind potential. All I right. think it has complete unwind. We're going to get to the schedule, but first this is the Virginia tech Hokies, Michael Vick, Jim drunken Miller, Tyrod Taylor, just pumping out quarterbacks to the league. All right. I'll even quote Al Clark from Maurice DeShazo. All right. Bruce Smith. How many great players? D'Angelo hall. What did Bud Foster say? Vince Hall, one of his all-time favorites. 
Is that what he, I think he Vince said? Vince Hall, that? Xavier yeah. DB. There we go. Just, just a. This is a strong pedigree. This is a linebackers and DB, baby. All right. So that win total sitting at seven and a half as the Dundee music fades out. I think the schedule is actually pretty damn good for you guys. If you look, you only oh. leave Blacksburg once in the first what? Since uh, one, only one time, and all the way to October. It's 23rd. a dangerous trip, yeah. though. You got to listen for those banjos. Watch, sleep on <laughs> your back, if you know what I mean. It's true, but look, opening uh, Friday night, ESPN, uh, s- September third. You're getting North Carolina, and I would argue that this is the best time to catch North Carolina, for sure. You got to love what, that spot. What time does this game start? Uh, over here will be three p.m. Oh, perfect. Six I was p.m. Say, on the east. I was going to say, how do I uh, explain to a team full of uh, youth soccer kids that I won't be coming to practice because I got something to do? Uh, look, this is exactly what you want. Fuente has this team ready to go every year to start the season. Every year. So if there's ever a time they're going to get up, they're going to sneak attack, and they're going to take out a team like North Carolina. And and they played North Carolina well last year with 35 players out and Hamilton out. Their DC. And other coaches, but the crowd will be in it because the season hasn't gone away yet. Think about that. They didn't have fans last year. This place is going to be lit. North Carolina replacing their top two running backs, their top two wideouts, their best defensive player. I I think it's a great opportunity for an upset. I kind of like Virginia Tech as an upset there. What's the number? Do you have it in front of you? I don't have it in front of me, but I'll pull it up. um, I think it was what? It was like, I think it was like four maybe. I remember doing. We cut. We did it on on. Check out the week one pod. For you've already the, uh, co- we're really, you've already covered the week one spreads. Yeah, okay. week one spreads. It's <laughs> out there. Check it out. Um, but, yeah, but if they so I, to me, I think a lot hinges on this game. North Carolina's laying three and a half. Yeah, on the so road. it was right on. The, it was four. Uh, I think you know that 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 feels a little disrespectful. Uh, even the basketball team has struggled in Castle Coliseum before. Uh, look, if they win this game, as you mentioned, right, the 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 schedule softens, and they could potentially uh, get to that bye week four and zero at West Virginia. A lot of question marks there. I think, to me, if North Carolina goes well, West Virginia can still go poorly, and the yes. season doesn't go off the rails. I agree. But if North Carolina goes poorly. And then West Virginia also goes poorly. They're going to be coming out of the bye two and two with a home game against Notre Dame. Yeah, and uh, Notre Dame will be coming off of uh, Cincinnati and what it, uh, Cincinnati and, and uh, Wisconsin, I believe. Um, so you catch Notre Dame at a great spot. You get your you're prepping for them uh, get for two weeks essentially. I, I think you can beat Notre Dame in that spot, especially because I think Notre Dame, if they get through Wisconsin and Cincinnati, which I think they will, but I think those are tough games. Uh, they're going to sigh. Stretch. They're going to sigh in relief, and then they realize they got to go to Blacksburg. So I think it's a dangerous, dangerous spot. It's a sandwich spot because they have USC on deck too, or they have a bye week. They have after, a bye. They have a bye, have a bye uh, before USC. But I just think they get through Wisconsin, and Cincinnati. They sigh. They go in the lane, catch an L. Could totally see that happening. Um, so I, I actually think there's a great scenario for them to go. You know f- what? F- uh, four and one. It, is Notre Dame a better team without Ian Book? Uh, that that could be. Uh, he was Jack Cone coming he was, in. He was hot yeah. trash. So uh, again, like if the season's gone well to this point, they're they're probably uh, at worst three, four and one. Like I think is what you just said. Yeah, maybe three and two. Uh, again, I think so much hinges 
on this that stretch now because if they lose Notre Dame, then they get Pittsburgh at home. That is tricky. That's and that's a spot where it's like, oh, they they just the season is going from bad to worse. Now they're going to drop this game to fucking Narduzzi (laughs) and Pittsburgh. You think they beat Pitt? I get it. If they've if they've beaten North Carolina and they've beaten West Virginia and they've played Notre Dame close, maybe it's a win. Maybe who knows? Maybe they're undefeated at this point. Well, they could. That's what I'm saying. This schedule breaks nice. Where they catch North Carolina, if they can pull that upset, which I think they can, I think they lose at West Virginia. But I still think that's like a seven point. That's a one score game. And then uh, they beat Middle Tennessee. They beat Richmond. They get a bye week. I think there's a great chance for an opportunity to beat Notre Dame there. Now they could lose that obviously. Uh, and then the, the game with Pitt after I'll say this, if they beat Notre Dame, I think Pitt bites them the next week. Cause they're going to be smelling their own shit. That, that's, and again, that's a Fuente problem, right? I, I don't, I don't know at this, my confidence in Fuente still being a good coach at this point in the season is pretty low uh, at least to project. So I, I think Pittsburgh's a sneaky game. One it's a home, it's homecoming. Uh, I think they could be six and zero at this point. And uh, or five and zero oh and lose that game. Yeah, I uh, think they could also be doing poorly and lose that game. I certainly don't. I like it better than at Pittsburgh, but where it is on the schedule with Syracuse on deck, and honestly, like it, if the schedule is going well, I almost don't mind that as a loss because then you have Syracuse at Georgia Tech at Boston College, a team they generally do well against, and then Duke, and so. I'll say you split Notre Dame Pitt. So I, I got you guys three and one out the gate, then one and one there. So four and two, essentially. Uh, then you're home to Syracuse. I That's got a you. Win. I got you beating Syracuse. That's, That's five right. and two at Georgia tech. I got that as a win six and two. Uh, Georgia tech likes to pretend there's a rivalry there. Uh, not yet. They're they're not back yet. The, yeah, this will be an ass beat. Yeah, six and two Virginia tech. Now this is the slippery one to me. Uh, ba- uh, second half of a back-to-back away stretch, shortened week on November fifth. You go up Friday. to Chestnut Hill, yeah, and take on Boston College, where I feel like this is just a. a uh, Have you ever seen a game in in, in that stadium? No. Mm. Uh, you want to talk about the opposite of a great college football environment? But that's why they can pull the upset. Right? Like teams ta- aren't looking forward. You're to tailgating that, right? in like parking garages, like, <laughs> l- l- like open, but like you're on, l- like it, it, it's just not college football and it's a night game. It probably will be cold. That's the advantage I think. Uh, so yeah. Do, do I have confidence? Fuente will have this team ready. I don't know. But I also don't know if Boston College is going to be a great team. So yeah, I think it's kind of a fifty-fifty game. I think it's one you circle if you're a Virginia Tech fan for like, hey, if we get through this, which I, I I'm going to go ahead and give it to Virginia Tech, right? Okay, I'm going to give that one to Virginia Tech. Then they're home to Duke, which actually Cutcliffe plays you guys well. Cutcliffe yeah, but, plays you well. That's true, but they've been. I wouldn't say there's an us, and they're pretty bad. They're that, pretty well, bad. Last year was a seven-point game. I know you had players out. But the year before, Duke you told me to take nothing from last year, Colby. I know, but the year before, Duke won in nineteen. So I think, but I still got you beating Duke. They're not. I mean, it is a bad. It's a it's a tough spot because again, if if things are going well, it's like oh, relax. We come home and then we have two more road games. Well, Specif- specifically, Miami coming up. Yeah, two two. By the way, like starting October thirtieth, you have two different sets of back to back away games. That's more than Alabama's done in six years. Uh, <laughs> In one month, think about that. (laughs) More than Clemson's done in six years, and you've done it in one month. Uh, At Miami, how do you feel about this one? 
Uh, honestly, uh, you won the last time you played Miami at Miami in a wild one. One you guys were up like thirty-one to to three. They came back, tied it up, and then Virginia. Then you went down and scored, grabbed the win. Uh, but Miami's never been the scariest. Miami as a team, even all the way back to when I was in school, we played them tight. We always played them tight, especially when they were supposed to be really good. And this season, to me, is now would I rather have Miami early b- before King's back and healthy? Uh, I don't know if he's going to be back and healthy. They they keep saying that now that he will, but December, I don't know. December he I, got hurt. I, I, yeah, that just late it, December too, dude. And uh, so I, I I like him better earlier than late. So I don't love getting him here, but you know it's not a weather game. It's Miami. It's Miami around the holidays. You think anyone it, like Thanksgiving is 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 it's it's the week before. Thanksgiving, right? It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. November 20th. No, one, no yeah. one's go, like, come on, and come then, on. Well, here's the sneaky part though, is the following one. Or do we think Miami's going to be good? That's the I question. think that's a winnable game. I don't, I'm not high on Miami. I think this is a winnable game. I think this will go right there with BC as a 50, 50. Maybe I give a slight edge to Miami, uh, whereas opposed to giving you guys a slight edge against BC uh, at Virginia though, to end the season, this is the one I'll put it like this. I basically have you guys as an eight and four team. I think mm. uh, they're, they're a great value play in the coastal. What's the total seven and a half, seven and a half is yeah. the total. I think this is an eight and four team. I really do. Like even uh, I think they're going to either beat North Carolina or Notre Dame. And there's a chance they could beat them both. Cause they get them in Blacksburg. When you look at the road trips at West Virginia, yes, that's dangerous. I expect so, uh, you to lose that one. But yeah. That, I think it's six point six point line right now on that one. But the other ones at Georgia Tech, that doesn't mean anything to me. At Boston College, snooze fest, because uh, there's no fans. Uh, then at Miami, once again, this is another one where I don't feel like they have a, a nice home field advantage. And then the Virginia one, obviously, there will be crowd. But I don't know. If, I, if they can go through at West Virginia, at Boston College, at Miami, after, I'm taking the Georgia Tech road game out of it. But if they can go through their road games with only two losses, I think there's a great chance of that. Now I, I think if they get to a third loss, then I'm worried because I, I don't, you know, again, Notre Dame and, and North Carolina, those games, they're, they're going to be underdogs. And I got you going one and one though. So you're saying one and one of those games, two and two on the road game or two, three and two on the road. Games. Even if, and even if you lost, even if you lost uh, if you, if you essentially lost at West Virginia, uh, look, I want to be optimistic. Yeah. I just, every year, this, t- the Justin Fuente experience just it seems like it's sliding down the hill, right? Eight and four or nine and three, they win the coastal. I'm telling you North Carolina. Cause if the, here's another angle of why that North Carolina game is great. Well, they'll it, have the tiebreaker. Yeah. And then that Miami game. Well, then you can, you know, you know, what's going to happen in, in true coastal fashion, you'll have you know, Miami beats North Carolina or tech beats North Carolina, North Carolina beats Miami and Miami beats Virginia tech. Yeah. It'll be something like that. They'll all have an an additional conference loss somewhere where they slip up. Yeah. And, and I mean, but gun to your head, I know you're a hokey fan. I mean, eight to one's pretty crazy. I, I, I do. And just in general, um, anecdotally, Virginia tech performs at their peak when they're not supposed to. Uh, they not since like pre like Tyrod Taylor was the last guy who could like actually live up to expectations. 
uh, or at least the last version of the team. And I think ever since then, it's been, you know, it, when expectations are down, they tend to pop their head up whenever people are picking them to be the comp to win the coastal, it, it turns out horribly. So we'll see like this. And it, you're, you're on the over on seven and a half too, right? Oh, I mean, of course it's plus one twenty. I was looking at the odds too. It's plus one twenty five. I like it. I uh, like it, man. I mean, I think you could, you could do worse things than put uh, an eight to one ticket on the Hokies to win the, the coastal. I think you're crazy to do anything further than that. Uh, don't bet on them to win the conference. I, uh, yeah, they could win the coastal and then you never know. I mean, mm. they played Clemson surprisingly the best out of the teams that did win the coastal. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I will, here's what will make me happy. If, if the team is playing well and uh, they're, they're not like no mid season pe- like people just start mysteriously sitting out who end up transferring none of that shit. And really it comes down to Hamilton, right? Like he, if, yeah. if Hamilton, if this defense turns around and they can be uh, at least close to what they used to be, watch out. Uh, the problem is that I, Burmeister, man, I can't, I, he can do it. I he can't can do it. North Carolina's defense is soft too. You never know. Um, I don't know. I, I'm on the over. I think it's a solid play. Mm. I, I advise my clients to take the over here. Yeah. Good luck. I, I, uh, look, I'll, I'll probably have a wager or two. I may already have a wager on them. There you go. Well, you just do that anyway, right? Well, um, I, I, you are talking me into the, the, the one thing that I find appealing is that I, I don't set over seven and a half to me is less fun than eight to one. Cause if they go over seven and a half, what are the chances they're not winning? The, yeah. the, the coastal. I mean, actually, they have a strong chance that they're winning the coastal. Yeah, that's my. So, if they go eight and four, nine and three, if they go nine and three, they probably won the coastal, right? Definitely. Definitely. Do we, do we think In that's the coastal? Cer- Definitely. Do we think North Carolina can run the table? No, no. not at all. And Mi- all. Miami, we're not very high on. So yeah, I, let's go over. Sprinkle the eight to one. Okay, and if Fuente goes seven and five, is he there next year? Ah, uh, no, hopefully not. Okay. You can't go. You can't go. Se- uh, I'll like, yeah, I'll say, I'll say you gotta here. Here's what I'll, I'll, I'll go further. If he goes seven and five and one of those five is at Virginia, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> you heard it here first. Better luck next year. <laughs> you know how many times I had to suffer through a loss to UVA over the last 20 years before Fuente zero times. Wow. You know how many times I had to suffer through it with Fuente already once. Yeah. Almost Ooh. twice. Um, all right, folks. Well, you're, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the FBS and some of the FCS. We will have you covered <laughs> on the college football experience. Um, and also make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience because the Hokies, my, my Hokies, I want to say with them, they're looking great. And I think they could be a sleeper to win the AA or the ACC this year. Okay. So go subscribe to the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. Subscribe to both. Tell a friend, me, Patty C NC, Nick. We've uh, handicapped every single division one football and basketball game for the past four years. Never had a losing season as a collective, but also Whoa. independently just flexing Kramer. What do we call that? The, the, the Dant plus Patty C collective. Yeah, man. It's uh, the, the three amigos, man. Right. Can I still say amigos in, in 2020? I like, I like the collective usage. 
Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and uh, look, we're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all that on the SGPN app, which is free to download. All of our picks are free. free. And then the app is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So go grab that thing. Not only will you get our picks in the college football experience podcast, you're also going to get the sports gambling mm. podcast. No oh, national just, football league. Yes. How about that? Yes. I mean, you're going to have everything covered. Didn't we just have like a Frisbee article drop We're yeah, we're covering the, uh, <laughs> the ultimate disc league yeah. so that that's happening. Anything you want. We got it covered episodes with uh, Phil Steele. He was on, he was talking mm. about good about the, the Hokies this Randy year cross. Yeah. Just, you know, you'll get all of that on the SGPN. And what do we give away a thousand dollars NBA finals? You know, we're giving away. What was it? I mean, you're going to want to get the app because your free chance to, to win, let's just say six figures. That's Coming what I'm soon, talking about. week one NFL. So, you know, stay listening. Stay listening. Go grab that app. And when you grab that app, make sure you give us an app review. Give us five stars. Say some nice things about us. And if you do, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Show me that screenshot. Ooh. Give me a follow. And I'll send you a college experience t shirt. Brand new. Not from not from a yard sale. Not used. Right. <laughs> not Patty. Can, what can we get a Patty C pre pre worn one? That, is that an option? You're taking a hell of a gamble. I know this is a gambling podcast. You're taking a hell of a gamble grabbing a Patty C <laughs> T-shirt. I don't know what the hell will be on that thing, but uh, if you what? if it's you like really pre shrunk or pre worn by Patty C, which option do you want? If you really want one, hit me up. Uh, hit up Patty C at Patty C eight three one on Twitter. Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, Kramer Ryan Real Money Kramer on on uh, Twitter at Kramer Centric. Uh, also on TikTok now at oh, Kramer Centric. Oh. Stay tuned, baby. That's a grown man with daughters. That's what that means. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, also check out on on Twitter. Uh, NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The College Football Experience. New to Twitter mm. and TCE on SGPN. That's also on Instagram. Uh, and uh, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter oh, at man. DSGP Network. Just follow. Just have a following away. frenzy. Yeah. Follow everything. And check out. Hey, sometimes. Sometimes work will block you from a lot of fun. You got to do the old quarterback bootleg. Yeah. Slack. (laughs) Grab the Slack app, Sports Gambling Podcast. It looks like work. Yeah. Exactly. Well, work will block you from a lot of fun. You'll be able to talk sports and so much. Hang so out. Yeah. guys are sharing uh, NFL preseason head coaching record spreadsheets. Looks like work. Yeah. Graphs. That's what I'm looks like work. Boss, I'll have that. See, I've been working on it for hours. I'll have that right over to you. Uh, so check out the Slack Channel Sports Gambling Podcast. All right, folks, uh, we're both on the over and the Hokies. Yeah, of course. Uh, let me just cue up this. All right, this is the college football experience, Virginia Tech Hokie style. You better start thinking about yours. And we got it.